Well, good morning. Welcome to Winners Win Live. This is Christopher Coakley, president of Search 365. And uh, today I have what I hope is something special for you. Earlier in the week, I recorded a boot camp for one of our top leaders, and, uh, and it got such rave reviews that I thought it might be something great to share with the whole company. And so I'm going to bring that boot camp to you uh, right now, today. Now, here's some things I just want you to think about. This was done about five days ago. So if you hear me talking about the game plans with nine days left, well, most of you already know, we're probably, if you're watching this, you've got four or five days left to blitz on your promotion and, and, and level up to the next, next position. And, uh, and there's still more than enough time to do it. You're only one person away from an explosion. You keep, the harder you work, the luckier you get. Just keep your head down and keep blitzing and keep pushing. And I'll see so many of you uh, in Punta Cana. You know, I'll le I'm leaving tomorrow, Sunday, uh, to get down there a little earlier and make sure that everything's okay for you. Make sure the food is being cooked to perfection, that the sun is just hitting your skin just right. I'm just going to go test everything for you. I always want to make sure uh, that you get the best. So I, I sacrifice myself to get down there and make sure it's okay a few days before everybody else. But I can't wait to see you all in Punta Cana for our Surge 365 experience. We've got some great bombshells we're going to announce down there uh, that's, that everybody there is going to leave there flying without a plane. That's how excited it's going to be. So let me bring to you right now a boot camp I did just a few days ago. Hope you get something out of it. Talk to you next week. Hey, look, I'm not going to take the kind of time I'd love to take in a boot camp and keep you guys all day, um, but I'm going to try to give you the most powerful uh, time that I possibly can. Most of you know that, that um, I am a firm believer that 90% of winning is the space between your two ears. It's, it's the way you think most importantly, is that your ability to control you. And, and the better you get at that, uh, there's nothing you can't do. And, uh, and so I, I try to spend so much of my energy on helping you work on that. And that's really what I'm going to do. When it comes to fundamentals and what it takes to, to physically be successful in this industry, is so simple and basic, I think it appears ridiculous, which is why most people don't do it, which is why most people don't succeed. This is not a difficult business. And in this business, your goal is to become the number one inviter. If you're the number one inviter and you've got the most guests watching the presentation, whatever presentation it is, whether it's the push and play, the money and marketing, or one that Arlen's doing herself, or one that your national builder's doing, or regional builders doing, it doesn't matter which presentation, because I truly believe you can't say the wrong thing to the right person, and you can't say the right thing to the wrong person. So if somebody's looking, if somebody is sick and tired of being sick and tired, if somebody want to win so bad, they can't stand it, there's, there's no wrong thing you can say to that person. So the presentation's not the issue. You got to become the number one inviter to that presentation, though. A presentation that nobody hears is ineffective, no, no matter how good it is. And so 
that's your job. That is your number one thing is being the top inviter. And when it comes to inviting to me, there's only two things you need to do. One is ask for help. If you know someone and they know you, you don't go into this professional mode of explaining the business and the benefits. You ask for help. You say, I've always respected your opinion. Would you help me? I'd like you to take a look at what I'm doing. And I'm actually running for a promotion. And so I'd really like you to take a look at it. Give me your opinion. And if you see anything you like, get started with me now. See, that's it. I didn't go through the name of the company, what we do, the industry we're in. I didn't ask for help. The number one problem people have is putting their pride in their back pocket. And when it comes to the people that know you, I can't call my sister and be anything other than her little brother. Do you understand that? It does not matter what I've achieved in life. It does not matter how much money I have. I'm still her little brother. She still talks to me the same way today as she did when I was three and four and five and six and 10 and 15. She still checks on me the same way. I can call her up and say, do you keep your ear to the ground for opportunity? Would you like to earn? She'd be like, boy, what are you talking about? But I can call her up and say, I need your help. And she go, what you need? And we're off to the races. So that's the first part. Guys, that's not high tech. You know, you practice it a couple of times and you got it. What do I do when I'm talking to everybody else? It's simple. It's simple. You seem like a really sharp person. Maybe you can help me out. My company's expanding, looking for people who'd be interested in making an extra couple of thousand dollars a month part-time from home. Do you know anybody that might be interested in that? Great. Here's my name and number. How can I reach you? I'll contact you next 24, 48 hours with more information. Does that sound fair now? See, guys, these two things, that's my left and right arm. If I know you, I'm going to hit you with the ask for help. And if I don't, I'm going to hit you with the who do you know? And I'm ask for help. Who do you know? Ask for help. Who do you know? Who do you know? Who do you know? Ask for help. That's my battle. That's why I recruit like I do. Because I don't even attempt to take all the years of information in my head and give it to somebody else in 10 seconds. It's not possible. It's just not possible. But if I'm talking to the right person and I ask for help, they're going to help. If I'm talking to the right person, they're sick and tired of being sick, sick and tired. And I say, who do you know? They're going to say me. I want to learn how to make a couple of thousand dollars a month part-time from home. What else do I need? At that point, I'm going to get them on a presentation and let somebody else do the presentation. Let somebody else do the work. Let somebody else do the heavy lifting. And then I'm going to take them through the system. Let's get you started as a junior executive SBA. Let's get you to watch the, the training. Let's get you to watch the Empowerment 365. My game plan, my goal is to get you in the system 
for five to 10 hours. Let me tell you what I know. In five to 10 hours, that person will realize what they have, upgrade and be ready to go, or they never will. And so people say, Chris, how soon should somebody upgrade? Uh, how soon are you gonna get them five hours in our system? How soon can you get them 10 hours in our system? I know Empower Me 365 is about three or four hours. I know the first video is only 20 minutes. I know that the presentation is another 15. I know when you sit down with them to do the go form, that's another hour to an hour and a half, finding out their why, their goals, putting together their list. See right there, I just gave you five hours worth of stuff. How fast are you gonna get them through those five hours? And then get them on the different trainings that Arlen has and get them to watch Winners Win. That's another 45 minutes to an hour. Get them, and before you know it, they're six, seven hours in. Nobody that spends six or seven hours in our business, in our environment, in our system, won't know if they're in or not. They'll know it. They'll feel it. Now, some of them, no matter how much they feel it, may not have the money. Well, that's the beauty of helping them get that first $500 bonus. They've watched Empower Me 365. They've got two points towards the seven. They only need five more. Help them get that bonus. Now you say, okay, Chris, so then what do I do next? Well, now that they got the bonus, which means they've got five or six people on their team, then you turn around to them and say, hey, you got some real go-getters on your team. Look like they're going to explode and make big things happen. You don't want to miss any of the money that's due to you, do you? And of course, they say no. And you go, great, then you got to get qualified to override so that you never miss any money that comes from your growing team. Well, how do I do that? Well, it's one of two ways. You either get two people to upgrade, which is kind of difficult to do if you don't if you haven't even upgraded yourself, or you can just upgrade yourself and that'll qualify you to override. Which would you rather do? Most people realize it's going to be hard to sell somebody something I haven't bought. But it's a whole lot easier for me to just go ahead and buy and be qualified to override and not miss any money. See, the greatest motivator in life is fear of loss. Fear of loss is the greatest motivator in life. If I say to you, if you go get 10 recruits, I'll pay you a thousand bucks. You'll act excited, but most of you won't do it. But if I take a thousand bucks out of your bank account and say you can't get it back till you get 10 recruits, every one of you will get 10 recruits. The fear of losing $1,000 you already had is far more motivating than getting a new $1,000. It's just that simple. You saw 1000 on the ground, you might pick it up, but mostly you look at it and be skeptical. But if somebody snatched your purse or wallet with 1000 in it, you will chase them till you can't run no more. <laughs> Trying to get your 1000 back. Fear of loss is the greatest motivator in the world. So guys, 
That's the fundamentals. What did that take me to go over? 10 minutes? 10 minutes I just gave you, right? Help me. Who do you know? I just gave it to you. Take them through five to 10 hours in the system, help them earn a $500 bonus, get them qualified to override, which is the upgrade. Did I cover any rocket science there? Was there any math, any hard, any physical labor, any push-ups? Put this stuff up. Get your phone. That was it. But you know what the hard part is? The hard part is that space between your two ears, the way you think. What's going to get you to do any of what I just said? That's the part of this whole thing that becomes difficult for each and every one of you. How do you control you? How do you get you to turn the TV off and get on the phone? How do you convince you to not miss any meetings live or on Zoom? not to miss any of the conventions, not to miss any of the experiences. What makes you see them as so valuable as opposed to seeing them as an option to participate in? What makes you work so hard to help others and truly have faith it'll come back to you one day, somehow, some way? How do you think like that? How does that really truly become a part of your processing? So that's what I want to talk to you about today for a little, just some of the things that I think. And you know, Jackie Powerhouse hit it right on the head. I'm not about to come out with something new or something you've never heard of before. Look, I'm going to change my training when they change the whole Bible. I promise you, I will. You have my word. When they come out and say that Bible you've been reading is all wrong, we got a whole new one we want you to start using today. When they do that, I'm going to change my training because it's all wrong and I'm going to have new training I want you to use from that day forward. I promise you. We got a deal? I promise you that. Now, you know and I know that Bible ain't changing, at least not in my lifetime. Therefore, you should be pretty sure my training isn't either. What it takes to win is what it's always taken to win. And what it takes to win takes in anything you decide to win at. You can use these principles to win at anything you put your mind to. Because winning is winning is winning. It's just that simple. And all these principles derive from somewhere in the Bible. Therefore, anybody pretending to have the secret or an answer that they made up, don't listen to that crap. There are no secrets. Every book on the market about winning 
It's just somebody's way of saying the same thing. There's plenty of different ways to say it, different ways to explain it, and different stories to tell, to justify it. But when it comes down to it, it's the same principle that it takes to win. So let me start with this. I want you to first understand the process you're in. This is important. See, when you understand the process, then you understand why it's so important for you to follow a system. See, when you're in an MLM network marketing type of business, there are pretty much four stages that you've got to take people through. And not only do I want you to understand that it's important for you to take people through these four stages, I want you to identify which stage you're in because sometimes our frustration is thinking we were in one stage when we're really in another. So the first stage is called the formative stage. It's the first one to four weeks. What they learn is what they'll use to build the foundation of their business. So if they learn how to prospect, if they learn to ask for help, and who do you know? That's what they'll teach and that's what they'll do. If they learn to sign up people as junior executives at 79 and then take them and get them to absorb five to 10 hours, that's what they'll do. And then help them earn the $500 bonus, that's what they'll do. And then get them to upgrade by qualifying the override, that's what they'll do. And finishing that off with making sure they get six so their monthly is free, so you don't have to worry about retention and whether they're gonna pay every month, because if it's free, you don't have to worry about that. See, if you take them through those steps in their first 30 days, their first one to four weeks, that's the foundation they will build their business on from that point on. Everyone that they share the opportunity with, they'll take through those stages, which then moves them into the concentration stage. That's that from that first month to the first year. And all they do is repeat what they learned the first month with more and more people. And they're not gonna get it right perfectly the first time. They're going to stumble forward. They're going to try to remember what to say. They're going to try to be encouraging and motivating. They're going to make mistakes. They're going to have scenarios and situations come up that they didn't run into the first 30 days. So they're not sure how to respond. Like, we didn't see that, so I'm not even sure how to answer that question. They're going to run into all of that that first year. but they're gonna hone their skill of what they learned in the first month. And that's when you move into the third stage, which is momentum. Momentum, 18 months to two years. That's when your efforts start to compound. That's when you create independent leaders. That's when it goes from you being the only one recruiting to legs of people recruiting. That's momentum. See, momentum is not something you can enter by yourself. Momentum is when you have people independent of you 
doing exactly what you're doing at the same time. When you go from you doing 10 recruits to having four people doing 10 recruits and now you're doing 40 a month. Having 10 people do 10 recruits and now your team's doing 100 a month. When we first came into YTB years ago, we started off first month, we did 18 recruits. Every month after that, more and more people started to duplicate. About 12 months in, we were doing 150 recruits a month. And I wasn't doing any of them personally anymore. That's momentum. We were bonusing every week. And I never was even thinking about bonus. There were enough people coming into our team builder group every week for a bonus or two to pop out every week. We hit the $10,000 bonus without trying. We didn't have to plan it. We didn't have to shoot for it. It came to us. And that's what we're building the system about today. If you commit to the system, all this stuff that you've been having to work to get is going to come to you through the system. You will build a business big enough to pump out $1,000 bonuses on a regular basis and $10,000 bonuses on a quarterly basis and promote a director every six months. We promoted our first director without having a director push. So, I'm telling you right now, these stages are exactly where you want to be. When you move to the fourth, fourth stage, two to three years of working the first three, that's stability. That's financial independence. That's when there's nothing you can do to destroy your business and nothing you need to do to run your business. That's when you can become Juliet St. John and you can move to Costa Rica where you have where none of your people live and have eight or nine directors who get up every morning and go to work and give it everything they got like in Ireland and have a team of people and have 60 people on a boot camp right now. Juliet has no idea or nothing to do with this, but she overrides it all from Costa Rica. That's called stage four stability. That's where we all want to be, where you've got the confidence your check going to come every week, enough to just move to another country and live free. Free. Do what you want, when you want, what, with whoever you want, wherever you want. <laughs> Stage four is what we're fighting for. And I think right now, I'm the only person in this company outside of maybe myself and Scott, if we chose to retire, that can do that is Juliet. So it's time for us to get more leaders to stage four. And that won't happen if you don't sell out to one, two, three. Now, each and every one of you, I don't care how long you've been in the business. You need to evaluate which stage you're in and start working to move to the next stage. Some of you have been here years and yet you're in stage one. 
because you've got to start over and formulate a foundation. It's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. I mean, think about it right now. I don't care who on this line. I don't care how old you are. If three years from now, you can be totally financially independent and free to do whatever you want, whenever you want, with whoever you want, and not have a financial concern in the world, how many of you be happy if you can do that in three years? See, you can go through these four stages in three years. If you realize you're in it and you decide to work your way out of it. But if you are absolutely pondering, complaining, wore out over how many years you've already been here and what you haven't achieved, you will let your past destroy your future. Every day is the first day of the rest of your life. The beauty of life is you get to start over every day. So if you have not had the success of the formative, if you have not been able to get in the concentration stage and develop other people yet, and you're the only one still working on your team, if you haven't created the momentum to duplicate yourself four, five, six, ten times, fine. Decide today is the first day is the rest of your life, and you're going into the formative stage, and you're going to use these next four weeks to build a foundation by which you know what to do and how to teach it. You know to ask for help, or who do you know? You know to get them started as a junior executive. You know to take them through the next five to 10 hours in our system from their go form to their go party to their, their, their training video, to their Power Me 365. You know to get them to qualify for their first bonus and get some recruits in their team. You know to prepare them to override those recruits and begin to build a business by getting qualified to override. You know to help them get six and free. And then what do I do, Chris? Do it all over again with somebody new. And then what? Do it all over again with somebody new. How long do I keep doing it with somebody new until everybody's doing it with somebody new better than you? Now, if you've got formative and you're in concentration, then do it and get to momentum. That's what you got to do, guys. That's the program. That's the system. There's five mental building blocks of winning. I say this over and over and over again, and it breaks my heart when somebody knocks down these blocks. Because one thing about laws of nature you can break yourself against the law, but you can't break the law. It comes back to haunt you either way. So digest these things and live by them. 90% of winning, space between your ears. Guys, if you don't really value the way you think, if you don't protect your mentality, I protect my mind at all costs. I monitor what I watch. I monitor what type of movies I take in. I monitor everything that goes in my brain. I monitor the people that I'm around. I monitor the places that I go. Everything that my brain can consume has been vetted 
If I'm looking for a movie to watch and all of a sudden something pops up talking about horror and thriller and murder and I immediately tell, I don't want to see what the theme or the concept, I'm not watching it. I don't put anything negative in my body. If I can't find something positive to watch, I'll go to Netflix and just look for comedy. I'll look for comedians and watch every comedian on Netflix if I got some time to watch TV before I watch crap. Don't just listen to crap on the radio. I make sure I put the radio on the type of stuff I need to take in. I protect this. I read. I got books on both sides of me. I read the type of information that makes me better, that allows me to grow. I've met very few people that can have conversations with me for long periods of time. They just don't know what I know. And I'm not saying it because I'm smart enough. I'm saying it because I consume vigorously information. Because I never know when I'm going to need it. I learned something about brain surgery because who knows if I'm going to be sitting next to a brain surgeon on the plane one day and have a conversation. Well, Chris, why would that be important? Because he knows somebody. Who do you know that might be interested in making a couple thousand dollars a month? But he ain't going to tell me if he can't relate to me. And he can't relate to me if I can't relate to him. My job is to get on people's level to bring them on my level. Some of you don't do the work to get on every level to bring to your level. You just want to spout stuff out at people. And they're looking at you like, are you talking to me? Because you didn't even take the time to get on their level. You got to control the rock star within. See, you got to realize that we each have a conscious mind and an unconscious mind. The conscious is what everybody sees and interacts with. But the boss is the unconscious mind. The unconscious mind controls the decisions and the actions that the conscious mind makes. So sometimes people are addressing your conscious instead of addressing your unconscious. And that includes you. You address your conscious and don't even address your unconscious. See, I try to spend as much time with my unconscious, what I feel, what I think, what I share, what comes out of my mouth, how I treat people. All of those are unconscious things that control the conscious that comes out the other side. Some of you do crap and don't even take into consideration how it affects others, how other people see you, what perception are you. Some of you don't even take that into consideration. You're living completely in the conscience and wondering why you're having no success. You better learn to control the rock star within. Each one of us has one. There is no one listening to my voice that doesn't have a conscious and an unconscious. No. The problem is we don't identify them and work with them that way. When you're sitting there looking at a person 
and thinking something like, oh my God, no, she didn't wear that. No, he didn't wear that. That's your unconscious mind that you have not talked to about being considerate and being positive. That's putting negative images and thoughts in your conscious head, which then created a facial expression that the person can actually see that you obviously have disdain for their dress or their outfit or the way they carry themselves. And you think, because I didn't say it, how do they know? Well, you said it unconsciously and projected it into your facial structure consciously, which did say it. Because so many people talk with their face more than they do their mouth. Little examples. You gotta become obsessed with goal setting. See, that's how you control this. When you constantly give this a goal, then that's what this works on most of the time, which means there's no time for any of the other foolery. Because it's too busy processing the goal. Got to become obsessed with goals. Oh my God, Chris, obsessed. That's a bad word. Really? For your goals? for your dreams, for the life you're trying to design? And I know I don't want to be controversial, but I do know some of you just believe, I don't have to do all that. God's going to take care of it. You were created in his image. And the Bible says you'll be judged. What do you think you're going to be judged on? I venture to say it's what you do with the power you are given. So I don't really think you're going to be able to on judgment day say, hey, I didn't really do nothing because I figured you was handling it. I don't really see it going that way. I could be wrong. But I'm going to hedge my bet and do some good things. And that way, if he says, job well done, my son, I'm good. And if he say, oh, you did a whole lot you didn't have to do, I had you. I'm okay with that too. See, either way I win. So become obsessed with your goals. Understand that leadership is a learned thing, so learn it. Nobody's born that way. You got to learn what it takes to be a leader. Chris, how do I learn? Copy a leader. Read about leadership. Watch videos about leadership. Study leadership. Become a student of leadership. There's got to be a million books written about the subject, another couple of hundred thousand documentaries, and a ton of leaders that have written autobiographies. Study leadership. It is the most powerful position you can put yourself in. 
And the reason why is because it can't be monetized. You can't be a great leader for no reason. You can't be a great leader for a specific amount of money. You got to be a great leader because something deep inside is driving you. It's just that simple. You can't fake it. You can't pretend. It'll expose you every time. Every time. It's like passion. You can't kiss somebody passionately that you don't like. <laughs> you can't pull it off. They'll pick up on it every time. You got to build a business within a business. What does that mean? It means copy what the company is doing. That's building a business within a business. So many people depend on the company to do it and never copy it. See, if the company runs contests, I'm going to get to a point where I'm running the same type of contest. If the company gives out recognition, I'm looking forward to getting to the point where I give out that same recognition. If the company provides training, I'm going to get to the point where I'm providing that same training. I'm building a company within the company. And the easy way to do that is duplicate the company. If McDonald's corporate sells a Big Mac, every McDonald's location sells a Big Mac. Nobody's sitting around pondering what the menu should be. If corporate decide they're going to add a McRib to it, every McDonald's in the world adds a McRib to it. If corporate decides we're going to add a McFlurry ice cream cup, every McDonald's adds a McFlurry ice cream cup. They build a business within the business. They copy the main business. You got to do the same thing. It amazes me how many people are just like, oh, I can't. why the company don't run this contest? Why the company can't do this? Why the company can't do that? Why haven't you done it yet? See, I remember my first contest I ever won was a trip to Jamaica. Top recruiter, I won a trip to Jamaica. And within that year, I got promoted to vice president. The next year, I took three winners to Jamaica and I paid for it. The year after that, I took 22 people to Jamaica and I paid for it out of my pocket. And every year after that, I ran a recruiting contest every year to Jamaica that I paid for. See, I only went once for free when I won it. Then I became a leader and I started taking people. They didn't have to compete with the whole company to win. They just had to be the best in my team, which gave them a better chance of winning. And I took the top people. We used to run a contest at Boca Raton, Florida. I couldn't wait until I could take people. 
because I'm building my own company within the company. I'm judging my growth by my ability to do what the company's doing one day. Another top key to leadership is you got to live in daytight compartments. You can't let yesterday affect today. You can't let your past affect your present or your future. You got to lock it down. When you go to bed at night, that day is over. What I suggest you do is before you go to sleep, write down the 10 most important things you plan to do to when you wake up. And then that day is over. If there was something important on that day that you didn't get to do that you need to do tomorrow, then it'll be on your list you wrote before you went to bed. But if it ain't on your list, don't you reach back into yesterday for nothing. Don't you still be mad about the same things or at the same people. Don't carry any of that over. If you master that ability in between your two ears, you change your whole state of mind. You change your whole state of mind. I love my ability to keep going. I love my ability to not get caught up. I love my ability not to hold grudges. I love my ability. I love it because I never feel those things most people feel. I don't. I've never treated my wife a certain way because of something that happened in the past. Every morning I wake up, new man, new start. New energy, new enthusiasm, new excitement, new hope. I never let what a person say or do to me carry into the next day. I let it go. I move on. I told somebody yesterday, you know, they talked about, we talked about that. And I said, listen, I'm not Jesus Christ, but I've got almost as many stab wounds. But thank God stab wounds don't kill you. If you're still alive, it didn't kill you. So I keep moving. It's just that simple. If the greatest to ever live was stabbed, who am I to demand that I'm never stabbed or betrayed or wronged? How dare you demand that of life? What you need to learn is how do you keep moving forward, serving people, despite the fact that the people you serve may stab you one day. That's leadership. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. It's just that simple. Don't learn and speak to impress people. Learn and speak to support people. Learn and speak to help people. There's no paycheck in impressing people. There's no glory, there's no honor. If you're going to do it, do it to help somebody else. Because they really don't care what you know. If they don't think you care. 
find out how to motivate you. Are you motivated by pain or pleasure? Are you motivated by loss or gain? Are you more afraid of losing the lifestyle you currently have? Or are you motivated by the pleasure of creating a whole new one? Find out which one you are. Some of you that hear my voice lead a pretty comfortable life. And then you wonder why you can't motivate yourself. Because you're like, I don't want things. I don't care about a new car. I'm living in my dream house. So maybe this isn't for me. No, that just means that that's not what motivates you. A good friend of mine said, Chris, you know how I motivated me? I envisioned pulling up to my house and there being a foreclosure notice on the door. And my wife and two kids are standing on the lawn crying. And a tow truck has my Mercedes hooked up, about to drive off. He said, that's what I envision when I get tired, when I get weary, when I don't feel like working, when I don't feel like going on another appointment, when I don't feel like recruiting anybody. Whenever I start having those feelings that I don't feel like, I start envisioning going home and there's a foreclosure sign taped to the front door. My wife and kids are standing on the lawn crying. Tow truck has my Mercedes hooked up, about to pull it off. So he didn't need new stuff, but he sure hated the pain and thought of his family losing the stuff he'd already got. See, which one are you? Now, if he'd have just kept trying to make himself want a new car, he would never motivate himself to do anything. And he'd wonder why he wasn't progressive. You got to figure out whether it's the pain of losing the life you have or the pleasure of having a chance to build the life you want that motivates you. Whether it's the pain of not being able to take care of the people you love or the pleasure of being able to take care of so many more people. You know, a lot of people don't know and they don't know where, and I never tell people, but I feed thousands of children a month. Thousands. With the donations I make. I feel awesome. And I do it in places like where I was born, where I grew up, where I went to high school. And they don't even know it's me, nobody knows. But the feeling it gives me to be in that position of power, to help other people, I already know I can feed my family, it's just me and my wife. <laughs> I already know I can do that, but can I feed? I think I, I think I bought 3,000 meals the last time. Can I feed 3,000 people? 4,000, 10,000. That's what motivates me. Coach taught me to, when you're out and about, just 
put a couple of hundred dollar bills in your pocket and randomly give them away. I started doing that and I literally, literally see people break down in tears in front of me. I never knew the power of a hundred dollars. I always thought that ain't that much money. But to some people out there, a hundred dollars changes their whole situation. Whole situation. I, I am motivated by making sure I continue to have the ability to give pleasure and gain pleasure. I used to be motivated by pain when I was poor. Now I'm not poor, so I've switched from pain to pleasure. Where are you? Figure it out and make it happen. The fifth one, most important one, you have absolutely got to adhere to this rule. Negatives up and positives all around. The biggest pain I feel in the last few months is some downline people that were dragged into some upline people's craft. And now those downline people have lost hope and faith and belief in their ability to win because of some crap they never should have even been told. You steal people's dreams when you share your negativities. If you got an issue with something and things will go wrong, you take it upline to somebody that can do something about it. You don't share it with your sidelines and downlines that have the power to do nothing but feel bad. That's all they have the power to do. And you just gave them a reason to feel bad. And we think it's normal. We think it's gossip. We think it's what people do. What it does is destroy everything you've built. Leaders don't spread gossip. Don't talk negative. If leaders have a problem, they go where the problem can be resolved. And if it can't be resolved, they live with the results and move on. But what they don't do is take people with them. What they don't do is gather support for their position. All you did was destroy other people who had no reason. You know, one of my uplines, first business I was ever in, he quit. And I never knew why, he just disappeared. And years later, I ran into him and said, man, what happened? Why you ain't tell me? If they treated you bad, bad I would have I had your back. He said, that's why I didn't tell you. You didn't have a problem. You were doing good and you were making money. I had a problem. And if I'd have told you about my problem, I figured you would have reacted that way. And you would have walked away with me just to sow your loyalty and support. And you would have lost your opportunity because of what I was going through. 
And that's why I never told you. And at that moment, I respected his leadership more than I ever had in my life because he was right. I had a good life. And I probably would have walked away from him to have his back because he was the one who brought me into business. He brought me to the meeting. I wouldn't have had anything I had if he had not introduced me to him. But he was too much of a leader to take me with him if I didn't have a problem. Please be unselfish and deal with your negatives up where they can be resolved and not side or down. Does that make sense? And then master goal setting. Not going to go through this because right now, and you know, winner's wins only stay up to the next winner's win gets recorded. So this Saturday, I record a new winner's win, which means right now you can still grab the winner's win from the first of the year where I extensively covered goal set. If you have not watched that winner's win, you need to go watch it this week before it gets taken down. I cover everything on the first day of the year. I cover everything you need to know about goal set in detail. So make sure you go get that recording and watch it. If you've watched it, watch it again. I'm not going to do it right now. The six steps are have a clear, concise mental picture of what you want. What price are you willing to pay to achieve it? What time frame do you want to do it in? What is your game plan to achieve your goals? And write it down and look at it every day. And I make sure that I focus my goals on the five F's, and that is faith, family, finance, fitness, and fun. I make sure I set goals every year in each one of these areas. I set goals in my faith and how I can get more understanding and also how I contribute and tithe. I set goals with my family to travel and create and make memories and how I can support my family. I, I set finance goals of how to create wealth and how to leave generational wealth. I set fitness goals to get in shape and I do have something new every time to do that. Uh, I'm now on the, the uh, uh, Oculus 2, so I go into virtual reality and I do all my workouts in virtual reality, which is less stress on my body, but very, very good. I also bought a new uh, power plate to stand on, which vibrates my entire body and makes all my muscles and bones work while I'm moving my arms in the virtual. I do, I create, that's a new workout I've come up with for this year. I love it. In less time, I work harder and sweat more than I ever have at anything else I've ever done. And then fun. Make sure that every month you put something fun that if you hit your goal, this is how you're going to reward yourself. And then I'm going to wrap up with these five things. Five ways to motivate yourself. The first one is sometimes all you need is five seconds. What does that mean? It means that if you have an idea to move forward on your goals, you have to take action within five seconds. You got to turn all thoughts into actions. Because if you don't within five seconds, your brain will begin to talk you out of doing it. 
So if you have an idea, at least write it down within five seconds of having that idea. That's an action. Write down that idea of what you're going to do within five seconds. If you see a person and you have a thought, I should talk to that person about the business. Within five seconds, at least say hello. If you don't turn your thoughts into actions within five seconds, your brain will begin to go, oh, I don't really want to disturb that person. I don't really, not really sure how to approach them. Not really sure. And your brain will talk you out of it. So make a decision. You're going to commit all actions, all thoughts into actions within five seconds of the thought. Make that decision. That's what you're going to do. The second point is you need to bathe more in motivation. You need to bathe more in motivation. So you gotta you 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 gotta constantly work harder on motivating you. Because when you're working towards a goal, it's easy to get caught up in the drudgery and and the harder you work, the closer you get into your dream, but you start losing sight of why am I working so hard? What do I really want? Then the the stress starts, the intense stress starts to get in and next thing you know, you burn out. That's why it's important to have a clear, concise mental picture of what you want. Bathe in motivation. Make sure that you have, do a, do a uh, uh, you guys know, a vision board and put pictures of everything you want. Put pictures of what you like, what you want your life to look at. And put it in places around your house so that you, you're constantly, without effort, bathing in motivation. See, if I put pictures on my mirror, every time I go in the bathroom, I see them. I don't have to go look for the picture. It's already placed strategically in places that I will see throughout my day. If I want a new car, I put a picture of that car on the dashboard of the car I already drive. So every time I'm driving, I'm reminded of the car I'm gonna get. If I want a new house, I put a picture of the new house on the refrigerator in the existing house. So every time I open the refrigerator, I'm reminded of the house I'm fighting to get. Surround yourself with things that motivate you so you can bathe in that motivation. Third thing to motivate you is break it into steps. Chunk it up. You want to make 100000 that's 8000 a month, that's 2000 a week. What do I got to do to get to? I got to get $2,000 bonuses a week if I want to make 100000 a week. How do I do that? I help three SPAs become six and free qualified to override. That'll make me two bonuses a week. See, break it down. We got nine days left in the blitz. If you want to become a regional builder, you got to do 25. 25 is three a day. If you want to become a national builder, you got to go do 50. 50 is six a day. If you want to go become a director, you got to do 75. 
That's like eight a day. See, when you think 75, you go, there's no way I'm doing 75 in, in nine days. But can you do eight a day? Can you do two an hour for four hours a day when you get off from work from seven to 10? A little more realistic. Chris, well, how am I going to get that to an hour? Oh, I don't know. I think it's called ask for help. And who do you know? How many times do I got to do that? How many times it takes to get to an hour, four hours a day, so you can hit director in nine days? You heard my story about the 10 pennies every day. I would get 10 new numbers a day. That's 10, who do you know? But most of you still even have people that you can say, will you help? You're not gonna tell me all your friends and family are in the business. Oh, but they're not interested. I don't care if they're interested, I need their help. We'll assess your interest level after you help me and watch the videos and see what it's really all about. Some of you overthinking it. I need your help. And when I ask somebody for help, the only thing I'm thinking is not whether they want or look. I'm thinking, let me see what their response is. Because I know that if you'll never help me, guess what I'll never do? Guess what they're thinking? Might should help because I might need that person one day. So ask for daggum help. Or who do you know? Help, who do you know? I need your help, who do you know? If you're going for director, that's eight a day. I need your help, who do you know? If you're going for national builder, that's six a day. Need your help, who do you know? Need your help, who do you know? If you're going for regional builder, that's only three a day. And that's assuming you're starting at zero. Some of you are halfway there. You don't even need as many and you're giving up already. Instead of swinging your arms for dear life. See, see. When you got a lot of time, that's when you got boxing techniques. Need your help. Who do you know? Help. Who do you know? Who do you know? Who do you know? Help. When the clock start running out, it looked more like this. Help. Who do you know? 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 Well, you in the last nine days. You need to look more like this than you do this. That's all. Only difference. Break it down to daily goals and then put the blinders on and swing your arms, asking for help and who do you know till you hit that daily goal and do it all over again in the morning until you hit your promotion nine days from now. It's just that simple.
because uh, you make it sound simple. No, it is that simple. As my mentor used to always say, what it takes to win is so simple and basic, it appears ridiculous, which is why most people don't do it. And that's why most people don't win. As long as you keep convincing yourself that success is a complex thing, you'll never hit it. You'll just keep thinking about it. So simple and basic. It appears ridiculous. That's why most people don't do it, which is why most people don't succeed. It's just that simple. Winding down to the last two. Number four, play that funky music. Now, I don't know if you agree, but music has a way of controlling your mood. Arlen started this off with music, and I heard people singing, wake up everybody, no more sleeping. That, I mean, we remember that. So you know how old that song is? And some of us know every word. We just, as soon as we heard Everybody got, see, music controls your mood. So you need to control your music. I had a theme song, like a superhero. You know, they had a movie out called I'm Gonna Get You Sucker or something like that. And the guy who was the hero of the movie, everywhere he went, he had a little band following him around playing his theme song. And, uh, and when I got into the business and realized this principle, I, I did the same thing. I had a little... Uh, uh, I had a theme song. Let me see something. Let me see if I got my theme song. I think I got it. And if I play it, I think y'all will hear it. Uh, I think this was my theme song, whole beginning of my career. What is this? this is my theme song is all about people. And everybody Every success, every promotion, every new car, every new house, I just had one thing to say, how you like me now? How you like me now? And every promotion I got, they played this as I came on the stage. So it don't matter what you were saying, I don't even know who was saying it, Rapping but you heard it. And I'm like, Picasso, but a art. I'm like, Picasso, hard to paint a picture. I'm like, Picasso, hard to paint a picture. I'm like, Picasso, but they won't fit you. I'm bigger and better. I'm bigger Forget and better. Every time I rock the mic, left a stain in your brain that will remain stuck in the back of your brain until you see me again respect i come correct because i'm so select another show the perfect vernacular's pure and i can ensure life or death with my breath my voice is secure i feel life from the words i spread i'll make a sick man from the words i spread sucker mcs i'll make your girl say ow and she's jocking now how you like me now I had a theme song through and to this day, 35 years later, that song get me hyped. I hear that song and I'm like, oh, how you like me now? I get in my car, how you like me now? Whatever I'm doing. 
I'm thinking. How you like me now? Is it's just what's your song? What is that thing? What's that funky music that make you move? That makes you feel good about yourself. That makes that tells a little bit of your story. See, everybody doubted him until he became the, one of the best rappers in the game. Kumo D. And he made a whole song about everything they said he couldn't do. And ended with how you like me now. And I replaced all the rap stuff with all the business stuff and said how you like me now. And the whole crowd, every promotion would get moving when they heard that song. But most important, I got moving when I hear that song. And I played it in my car. I played it whenever I didn't feel good. I played it whenever I wanted to quit. I played it whenever I got frustrated. I played it and I said, if you don't do what you're supposed to do, they ain't gonna like you, they gonna laugh at you. So do you want them to say, look at them now or how you like them now? And I go, oh no, they gonna say, how you like me now? And I go back to work. Some of y'all need to play that funky music. You need to figure out your theme song. You the superhero in your life story. What music are they gonna play? when you come out. If there was a little band following you around all day, what song would you want them to play? Get that song. And instead of listening to the radio play a whole bunch of crap, most of which I have no idea what they're saying, and the words I can make out are vulgar and nasty, I just pop on how you like me now. And it just transforms me into a superhero again. What transforms you? What's your soul? If you don't have one, then you need to figure it out. And then when you wake up in the morning, you need to say, Siri, play how you like me now. You know, my wife is probably the best at this. Every day that she gets up to get dressed, she turns her music on. And if I walk in that bathroom, she dancing. And then she get in the shower, she get out, she dancing. Then she doing her makeup, she dancing. And she doing her hair, she dancing. And she don't turn it off till she is ready to walk out the door. And if I don't hear her music, sometimes I come in there and go, you don't have anywhere to go today? You're not doing, you okay? Just make sure you wake it. What's going on? I ain't hear your music coming. Because I'll be in the office. And I already know if she got somewhere to go or something to do, because all of a sudden, I hear the music come on in the bathroom in the room. And I go, that means she's getting dressed. See, she never gets dressed in silence to start her day. Never. Every single day, she starts her day with her music. And then she starts to get dressed. And then she leaves the house. I'm not that methodical. I like my music. I'll turn it on in the car. But usually if I'm getting dressed, I just run in the bathroom, get in the shower, do what I got to do, change my clothes, run out the door. 
Then when I get in the car, I hit my music and my head start going. She won't even get dressed without hers. What's your plan? What do you do? You want to motivate yourself? You better play that funky music. Here's the next thing you need to do. All of y'all need some counseling. You need to go to a counselor. You need to talk to somebody that's an expert on you. Hold up. That's you. You're the expert on you. Nobody knows you like you know you. You know you better than anybody. So what you got to get great at, and I'm going to end with this, is you got to get great at affirmations. But I don't mean that I feel great. I'm just going to hit my goal. I'm going to win. No, I mean complete affirmations. Well, Chris, what does that mean? See, if your game plan is to be healthier, here's an example. I'm committed to becoming fitter over the next 12 months, increasing my weekly hours of exercise from one to eight hours a week so I can be proud of my body and my dedication. Next part of that affirmation is even go this far. To ensure I increase my, I increase my level of exercise, I will watch one less hour of TV per day and wake up 30 minutes early to fit in my workout. See, it's not an affirmation of I feel great. It is an affirmation of absolute commitment to the goal. I am committed to being fitter over the next 12 months, increasing my weekly hours of exercising from one hour a week to eight hours a week so I can be proud of my body and my dedication. I will ensure that I increase my level of exercise because I will watch one less hour of TV that I will use to exercise and I will wake up 30 minutes early so I can exercise. See, every goal, you make a complete affirmation of the goal, why, how, you're go how long, how you're gonna feel when you hit it and what are you gonna do to ensure that you make that happen in the time frame you want. That's an affirmation. That's how the you should be talking to you. Not, oh, I'm just gonna lose weight. No, 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 no. I am going to be fitter over the next 12 months. I am going to go from one or no hours of working out to eight hours of working out. And I'm gonna be proud of the body I create and how much dedication I put in to achieve it. And I'm gonna make sure I achieve it because I'm gonna watch one less hour of TV at night before I go to bed, and I'm gonna wake up 30 minutes early giving myself an hour and a half every day to work out. See, that's the affirmation. That's how you need to talk to you. That's how you need to motivate you.
That's how you need to get you to the next level. Guys, if any of this helped you go to the next level, prove it. Go get your goal. Go get your promotion. It's yours. You deserve it. And I don't care where you are right now. Break it, or as I put, chunk it up into small edible pieces for the next nine days and go make it happen.